Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. You know, this text, and it, it's always high, it, to me, it's always been one of the weird things about Groundhog Day, at least from a Canadian perspective. There's always laugh at the six more weeks of winter in Balzac. That's an early spring. What's the bad side of that? Ten more weeks of winter? Yeah, six more weeks of winter. If it's the beginning of February, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. You have to get a lot more than that. Um, so it is a curious uh, sort of holiday, if you can call it that. Uh, there is a Pennsylvania Dutch tradition to all of this. Maybe not surprisingly that uh, it's that's where you'd find the most famous of the groundhogs, Punxsutawney Phil. Of course, the, the famous movie as well. But uh, others have tried to latch onto this. There's Wyerton Willie that's fairly well known. And perhaps you've heard of Brandon Bob. But what do we really know about Brandon Bob? As an interesting uh, piece of McLean's magazine that raises some troubling questions. Uh, Jason Markisoff is a writer for McLean's. McLean's Dancier joins us all on the line here today. Jason, how you doing? Happy Groundhog Day Eve Eve. Yes, man. indeed. And I, and I got another scoop for you. Apparently, Balzac Billy is just a guy in a suit, Jason. I have <laughs> you might want to look witness. into that. I have borne witness to that, <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's pretty spectacular. He has, uh, he has opposable thumbs, unlike most groundhogs. <laughs> Very suspicious. And if it's sunny out... Um, he actually will um, emerge with sunglasses on, which uh, differs from the uh, traditional uh, groundhog. All right. Uh, this seems off a little bit off your normal beat, uh, Jason. How, how did you get on this story about Brandon Bob? You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the Western Canadian guy for, uh, for McLean, so I was scouting about uh, different papers for news, and this goes back to last year around Groundhog Day. There was a, a column by a radio guy in the Brandon Sun saying every year, uh, media talked about Brandon Bob, and we're not sure where the heck they got it from because there really isn't a Brandon Bob. Um, you know, in, in the in you know, you'll see these uh, these these reports that you know that uh, among the annual the, the famous Canadian groundhogs is Ward and Willie and Paul Zach Billy and Shubakandy Sam or Shubanakandy Sam, sorry, and Brandon Bob. And Brandon Bob winds up in the sort of the pantheon of celebrity groundhogs all the time. So I looked at that and I said, you know what? For next Groundhog Day, I'm going to find out how the heck this uh, this got started. So I uh, took a tumble down the gopher hole, as it were. So th- there is there is no Brandon Bob then. Apparently, there is, there is no Brandon Bob. I mean, the whole as silly as the whole Groundhog Day thing is um, in Shubenacadie, uh, Nova Scotia, in Wharton, Ontario, um, in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. There are critters that they bring out as the Groundhog characters for Groundhog Day. And Balzac Billy, as you mentioned, is quite silly himself. The difference with Brandon Bob is that there was never a Brandon Bob. There was never people in Brandon, Manitoba, the mayor and boosters or anybody, um, actually bringing out a Brandon Bob and having a Groundhog Day ceremony. This was just something that started getting media mentions in the early 90s and sort of slipped into the media slipstream and popular knowledge of Groundhog Day since. I mean, not only has they appeared in places like the Globe and Mail, CBC will mention Brandon Bob from time to time, the Weather Channel in the U.S., the Weather Network locally in Canada. He's even on Wikipedia and in the Canadian Encyclopedia. 
Yeah, and you tweeted out today, you've already found one article this year that's mentioning all of the groundhogs and lists Brandon Bob alongside everything, everyone else. Halifax Chronicle Herald, naughty, naughty, that's right. Okay, so well, how does uh, uh, a groundhog not existing end up being mentioned every year and not only just mentioned but you know whether or not he saw his his shadow people that don't exist animals that don't exist they don't have shadows i went deep into the newspaper archives to find all this i looked in the first i looked in brandon and brandon in brandon they've done some research there were mayors had never heard of this thing the local historians had never heard of this thing so clearly it did not exist in brandon manitoba um there's a local radio guy who's sort of done his own little brandon bob thing in light of this but it doesn't exist in reality what i found was that some of the earliest mentions of brandon bob in the early 90s from like a Canadian press wire service fast box and a globe mail uh, bits and bob sort of column both of them cited a piece by david phillips Yes, that David Phillips, the environment uh, weather guy, yeah. uh, climatologist. He he is everywhere, and th- th- this this story tr- uh, totally proves it. Um, one of them mentioned a book he uh, had published based on some of his old Canadian Geographic columns. So I had to track down this book um, from early '90s. This isn't a run-of-the-mill book you can just pick up off uh, Amazon. I think I found, yeah, I found it at the U of C library, deep in their stacks. Um, and he was talking about the science of of Groundhog Day, the, the weather signs of Groundhog Day. And Groundhog Day, as you mentioned, is an American and European thing where the whole six months, only six more weeks of winter um, would be great news for Alberta. Not okay. so there. And around February is when a groundhog in a southern climb, southern, you know, in the middle of the U.S. or in Europe might emerge from a shadow. Here in Canada, a groundhog wouldn't. So this is what uh, David Phillips wrote in his book. Wyrton Willie of Wyrton, Ontario, near Georgian Bay, is unlikely to appear above ground until roughly mid-March, six to eight weeks above after a special day. Brandon Bob sleeps till Mar- late March or early April. So I asked David Phillips, where did you get to mention Brandon Bob? Because you were probably the first person in the world to mention Brandon Bob the groundhog, considering he doesn't exist. And... What David Phillips basically confessed to me was that I was basically using that as a hypothetical. Like a a Western Manitoba groundhog wouldn't be coming out until late March or or April. And he thinks, this is going back two decades in his memory, that he might have just mentioned Brandon Bob um, because it sounded like an alliterative name. And he he might have been talking to somebody from Manitoba there. So Brandon Bob started as a hypothetical character. (laughs) of Groundhog lore. And clearly, some Canadian press or Globe writers um, uh, more than two decades ago saw that, assumed, well, Ward, Willie, and Ren and Bob must be two of the more popular Groundhogs. So they started writing about him. And then other people wrote about him. And other people wrote about him. And normally you'd expect media types to fact-check this sort of thing. But I think Groundhog Day is silly enough and suspension of disbelief enough not to, uh, that people don't really bother doing that sort of scrupulous fact-checking, well, until dorks like me come around. I (laughs) I suppose. But, I I mean, it's an interesting point, because it it is all pretty silly that, you know, even if Brandon Bob did exist, obviously he has no idea when when spring is coming. So what's what's the difference at that point, I guess? That's right. I mean, the the whole thing, I think every... you know, it's not like this is like like some sort of Santa Claus thing, where people believe in uh, in this 
that people believe in magic. I think this is just a bit of a midwinter festival sort of thing, lighten people's spirits. It's goofy fun. It's, you know, it's a bit of a mark. It's a bit of a, oh, we may have an early spring. We may not. Um, it's, you know, in, in Balzac, it's an excuse to go out for pancakes at the local garden center yep. in Wyerton. I mean, you know, you and I would have never heard of Wyerton if it wasn't for this, or Punxsutawney. I mean, Punxsutawney got a movie made out of it yep. um, for this. Um, Brandon has not reaped anything from this. There is a this radio guy I keep mentioning. Uh, he, he He's tried to get a, a, a festival started, but there are no bites. <laughs> Well, it's quite a story. Folks can read it. It's up at uh, mcleans.ca. Jason, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Take care. There you go. Jason Marcus Saab, McLean's Magazine, mcleans.ca. It is weird that that people just start picking up on it. As Jason points out, last year, articles from the Halifax Chronicle Herald, the U.S. Weather Channel, CapeCod.com, BC's Delta Optimist, all made reference to uh, Brandon Bob. Over the years, been mentioned in the Globe and Mail, the CBC. Mentioned in both Wikipedia and the Canadian Encyclopedia. But never existed. And it's funny because someone texted us, say, I lived in Brandon in the early 90s, never heard of Brandon Baum. And maybe it wasn't quite invented as a hypothetical at that point. I don't get why all these other communities latch on to it. Look, you don't hear about all these other groundhogs, phony or otherwise, anywhere else in the U.S. Punxsutawney has their groundhog. Fine, that's the groundhog. That's it. That's the one. That's the one. We'll all, we'll all wait and see if he sees his shadow or not. Leave it to just one. You don't need a, a zillion of them all over the place. Maybe you want to make the argument that at least Canada should have one. Well, okay, Wyerton's got it. That's it. That's it. No more. Anyway, 403-974-8255 is our number. We are back with more right after this. Our number here, 403-974-8255. Uh, i get a text from uh, our friend Steve. says, there can only be one groundhog. It's like saying there can only be one mall Santa. No one else can enjoy the moment. What a scrooge. <laughs> Steve, okay, I get where you're coming from. Hey, by the way. Uh, it's supposed to be a high of minus 18 on Saturday. I guess if you want to go to Balzac and watch a guy in a suit. Uh, you know, to each his own, I suppose. If you really want to go have a good time out in Balzac, you should instead, I would recommend highly, their big pumpkin drop that they do in October, where they take a massive pumpkin, they drop it and obliterate a car. At least that's fun. That's something cool. What is interesting about a guy in a suit dressed like a groundhog? And why do we need to copy? Look, this this has its roots in Pennsylvania. There's there's a history of this, and the Dutch, you know, settlers in Pennsylvania, Punxsutawney, they have it. That's their thing. If you want to experience that, go there. You know, we could just make up our own, right? We could have something on Labor Day, and how many, uh, how long is summer going to last? How many more weeks of summer? So we'll just we'll get a a cow. And does he turn left or right? And then if so, it's six more weeks of summer. I don't think it would be just as meaningful. At least it would be original. So, no, we shouldn't steal. Steal. It's Pennsylvania's thing. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.